health is so important, but yet it can be so frustrating. I, like most people, have been frustrated with my health care and said there must be something better. After many years of looking, I found Ayurveda. Hi, my name is Linda Rowe, the Backwoods Yogini. Come along with me as I help unravel the benefits of an Ayurvedic lifestyle and show you how simple and beneficial it is to take back control of your health. It's time for Pure and Simple Ayurveda. Good day or good evening to you. This is Linda Rowe, the Backwoods Yogini, bringing you some Pure and Simple Ayurveda. Let's get to it. Hey, were you able to discern the six tastes in your food from the last podcast? Sweet, salty, sour, pungent, bitter, or stringent? Did you try drinking your solids? This just means chewing so well that the food becomes liquid in your mouth, which does support a better digestive experience. So as our recap in the last podcast, I shared the six tastes and how they relate to our digestion. And I tried to convey the importance of continuing to look at everything in terms of the elements and the gunas. This is a very good, albeit compact approach, but it does create a foundation for you if you continue to explore Ayurveda on your own. Today, we address another aspect of everyday Ayurveda. Diet and digestion is one aspect. The other is, here's our new vocabulary word, dinacharya, D-I-N-A-C-H-A-R-Y-A, or our daily routine. Now, we are accustomed to thinking of our routine, it's what we do in our day. Some people have a clear, regimented, structured day and routine, others do not. This is not the routine I'm talking about. We all need some sort of a morning and evening routine to help balance those doshas, those bioenergies. So I'll go over the full routine. Most of you will not be able to do the whole lineup. I don't know of anyone yet who, who has. And that if this isn't a challenge. I'm not trying to set you up for failure. It's just to see, you might see a few practices on the list that you're already doing, which like, yay, you don't have to add those in, or a couple other practices that seem of interest to you that you may want to try, and you just start there. So some of us are the roll-and-go types in the morning. We roll out of bed, dress, and out the door we go. Some of us are the slow-to-go types, where it takes a little time to get ourselves up and moving, and then there are those who seem to have it just right. And of course, there are days when we're one or the other. The very best thing we can all do, regardless of how we get up and motivate ourselves in the day is to have a morning routine. It sets us up for the day. This is, this daily routine or dinacharya is not about what to wear or making your hair look good or putting on makeup, reading the paper, or even having your coffee and a quick breakfast. This routine is all about creating a good foundation for yourself through the day. If you chronically race through your morning doing the bare minimum, the body responds in some version of fight or flight. You create a low-grade sense of stress. This will increase vata and pitta doshas. You might see anxiety or frustration or unsettledness throughout your day that you just chalk up to, oh, that's just how it is. Life is like that. When the reality is that you've just got used to this low-grade chronic stress. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but over time you're doing yourself a great disservice. 
By the same token, if you are sluggish and drag your feet, eating too late in the morning, the kapha dosha will eventually increase. So you might see weight gain or have a feeling of low energy through the day. And this too takes its toll over time. So let's go through the full Dinacharya. Don't let it overwhelm you, just listen. These are the practices that would be customized to you based on the imbalances that you experience. So the first one is to awake ideally before sunrise. Now this is a baseline because we live in a sleep deprived culture. So this may not pertain to everyone at first. You might have to get the sleep in alignment first before you're able to just naturally rise before sunrise. Number two, drink six to 16 ounces of drinkable hot water. This stimulates your peristalsis. The amount depends on what feels right for you. So we're not going by any kind of information out there about drinking eight ounces a day or drinking eight glasses of water a day. Just do the six or 16 ounces, whatever feels comfortable for you. Number three, evacuate the bowels and the bladder. Sometimes easier said than done. Four, scrape the tongue using a tongue scraper or upside down spoon. Five, brush the teeth and then floss the teeth. Six, gargle with some sesame or coconut oil, or you swish it in your mouth for five or 10 minutes or so. This helps to reduce the kapha, which is the phlegm in the mouth and the upper respiratory area. Number seven, you can massage the gums with sesame oil. This conditions the gums and helps with preventing or curtailing uh, receding gum lines. The neti pot, which helps to cleanse the nasal passages, is number eight. Number nine is nausea oil. Oh, here's a new word, nausea, N-A-S-Y-A, just means nasal, nasal oil. So after the neti pot, you can put some nasal oil in the nasal passages or sniff it up into your sinuses. You can use it after the neti or use it alone. And as I said, it moisturizes the nasal passages. Number 10 is a warm oil body massage before a shower. 11, putting some oil in the ears. This is great for TMJ or excess earwax. And you would use just a warm sesame oil if you didn't have an herbalized ear oil. Number 12, yoga or exercise if you have time for a little bit of that. 13 would be some breath work, some breath practices. 14, meditation. 15, eat a good breakfast if you are hungry and do it sitting down, being relaxed, having time to savor it. So I can hear you yelling at me again. I don't have time to do all this stuff. What's this got to do with the rest of my day? Don't look at this as a checklist to tick off each item. Don't look at this as another thing to have to do. Think of it this way. Do you have to think about brushing your teeth in the morning? You just do it. Brushing your teeth isn't a discipline. It's just something you know you need to do because you know what happens if you don't do it. So take the same approach to this morning routine. As I said, it sets you up for your day. I've gone through periods where I stopped my daily routine and I found my focus was gone, my clarity was gone, my day just kind of bumbled along. And I could see the imbalances coming back into my system. But when I'd get back onto my Dinacharya practice, I felt grounded, I felt ready for the day, nurtured, taken care of. Didn't matter what else came my way. 
So personally, I have a short dinacharya and a longer one. Every day includes the short routine, and other days I get to add on and do some of the other practices. I don't have time to do the how-tos for some of these um, uh, practices that I talked about. So I'll have a link to blog articles and YouTube videos for more information on many of these practices on my website, which is www.backwoodsyogini.com. So your assignment for today is to add in one or two of the practices into your morning routine for a week or two or three and notice any differences. I'd love to hear, so you can email me your feedback from your assignment at mindfulway at mfx.net. That's mindfulway, all one word, at m as in Maine, f as in farmer, x as in x.net. Podcast number seven, we will address the evening routine and talk about Ayurveda and sleep and sleep issues. And I'm calling it Good night, sleep tight. And I'll leave you today with mindful minute number 23. When you are always on the go, you risk losing track of what is important in life. Ponder that. Have a peaceful and joyful day. Bye-bye.